Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within with your host, Cindy Stewart. Our goal is to connect you with your best and help you live your dream and experience your passion. Each week, we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you the tools to help you release the champion within. Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within, and I'm your host, Cindy Stewart. And today, let's get messy. So what do you think about when you think about getting messy? Maybe it's a Tough Mudder course. Oh, that is truly messy. A pieing contest. Mm, it's all over the place. Finger painting or even getting caught in the rain. But today, I'm going to talk about a different mess. I'm using the word mess to describe when things of God are out of our understanding. And they may appear messy to us. So let's start first with a scripture from Proverbs 14.4 in the Passion Translation. The only clean stable is an empty stable. So if you want the work of an ox and to enjoy an abundant harvest, you'll have a mess or two to clean up. That makes sense. But what this is really saying is as we grow in our relationship with God, our experiences with him can appear messy. And the reason for this appearing to be messy is because we are seeing in part, not from the fullness of God's perspective. This may sound a little strange, but there is a messiness in being open to the Holy Spirit. The appearance of messiness occurs because we only have a glimpse of what God is wanting to do through us and for us. So it appears to be a mess, but to God, it is beautifully and perfectly orchestrated. I don't know if you saw the movie The Shack, but there was a, a, a scene in there where Mac was walking through this garden. And from his view, it was a total mess. But when the camera pulled back and you could see over the top, it was this beautiful, luscious, colorful, really synchronized garden. And that's how God sees things. But we, in the middle of it, sometimes see it a different way. So I'm going to talk about a couple of elements that, that we sometimes think are messy, but they're just part of growing in our relationship with God. And the first one I'm going to talk about is the blood sacrifice. And, and we know that shedding of blood for us was sacred and holy. That's what Christ did for us. But in the, just the natural, physical, the shedding of blood was, was in our eyes, messy. It was, it was brutal. It was tough. And since the first sin was committed by Adam and Eve, it has taken the shedding of blood to cover our sin. Because there's no remission of sin without the shedding of blood. You can read Hebrews 9 to get a better kind of understanding and picture of that. Christ came to bring an end to the shedding of blood, the sacrificial system once and for all. He gave his life for ours. It was brutally painful, like I said earlier, but it was a necessary sacrifice to pay for the sin of man. Here's a scripture out of John 129, the Amplified Version. It says, the next day he saw Jesus coming to him and said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Jesus, the Lamb of God, was the final sacrifice made in order for us to have life 
from the outpouring of his blood. To us, like I said, blood can appear messy, but it cleanses, it purifies, and is necessary. And it is God's perfect way. And next, let's look at what receiving is. Receiving can be messy. Jesus says when we believe in him, we receive the Holy Spirit. And believe me, the Holy Spirit living in us, in me, can at times feel very messy. And part of this feeling of messiness is the Holy Spirit has a plan that we don't understand and we don't have the full blueprint of. So we're not always sure what is happening. But we just follow his lead even though it it really messes with our minds sometimes. Acts 2, 1 through 2 and, ver and verse 4 says, On the day of Pentecost was being fulfilled. All the disciples were gathered in one place. Suddenly they heard the sound of a violent wind rushing into the house from out of the heavenly realm. The roar of the wind was so overpowering. It was all anyone could bear, all that they could bear. They were all filled and equipped with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit has been given to us that we may be filled and equipped just as Jesus was. We have the same vantage point as Jesus through the Holy Spirit living in us. We were able to see what the Father sees and do what he is calling us to do. But imagine sitting with those others on the day of Pentecost. And, and they're together, and the sound of a violent blast and wind comes rushing in from heaven. And while all of that war is happening, they are being filled and equipped with God's Holy Spirit. Now think about it. That must have seemed messy to them. It messed with their minds trying to understand what is happening. I want to share a little story with you about really where the Holy Spirit really messed up my mind. And it was my mind in the natural, of course. But I remember, this is many years ago, I was desperate for more of God. And I used to spend, I would drop my kids off at school and I would spend five or six hours a day till I had to pick them up just praying and going after God. And this went on for about a year. But at some point during that time, I was so desperate for more of Him. I, I would just cry. I would read that scripture, I think it's Psalms 42, deep cries out to deep. As the roar of the waterfall, I would just cry out, God, I, I need you to roar over me. And one day I was sitting on the docks, overlooking the water at the lake, and I began to speak in tongues. And I'd never done that before. And it was shocking. I stopped. I was like, you know, of course, my mind's trying to figure out what's going on, but my spirit just kept pressing into what God was doing, just allowing him to flood over me. And it really transformed my life, but it took time to kind of, I don't know, really understand a level of what was happening to me. So, you know, receiving sometimes is messy. Okay, the next one I want to talk about is experimenting is messy. You know, we've been, let me just summarize. We've been saved by the blood when we accept Jesus as our Savior and believing Jesus as the Son of God. Though we have 
through this we have the Holy Spirit to establish his kingdom on earth, to be filled and equipped to do what he's called us to do. So now is the time to experiment with what he's given us. The reason I call this messy is because we must be willing to step into what God is doing in the moment without full understanding as we trust God. And that's a big key. We may not understand, but we trust you, Lord. And I want to share a few uh, stories of our experimenting. These testimonies are how I learned to walk in what appears to be the mess, only because it's unexpected. It surprises me many times. But in reality, from his vantage point, it is his radiance and beauty being displayed, his glory for all to see. And it's funny because once a testimony is given, it helps us to have a greater understanding of what is really happening. And really, it's not a mess. It's not a mess at all. So I was preaching one Sunday morning. And right before I started, I just gave a word. I said, God is opening ears. I had no idea what that meant. I just released it and went on and preached, just forgetting actually that I actually gave the word. And it is so funny. I noticed this person sitting there with their finger in their ear. They would take it out, then they put it back in. Take it out, put it back in. And I thought in my mind, as I'm preaching, I'm slightly distracted going, is my mic up too high? Do we need to turn the volume down? Is something wrong with her? And I'm just, my mind is preaching. My mouth is preaching, but my mind is looking. Then at the close of service, this same person began jumping up and down saying, Pastor, Pastor, can I say something? And I'm just about to pray. And I'm, I, so I'm like, okay, let me think about this for a second. Do I keep moving and get with her afterwards? Or do I interrupt the closing and see what's happening? I did a quick check with the Holy Spirit and stopped the closing and invited, come on, let me know what you're, what's going on. And, uh, and this voice of excitement just burst, filling the air saying, God healed my ear while you were preaching. That is why I was sticking my finger in my ear. I was testing it. My ear is open so I can hear. Isn't that amazing? You know, just this, all this, these things of heaven are going on around us. And suddenly there's this understanding of, okay, God, you are moving in this incredible way to free us, to open up ears. Oh, it was amazing. Let me give you another one. Uh, emotional healing that brought physical healing. And it's funny because we used to have the healing rooms, but I've shared this before. We did it for five years and God said, you're too comfortable in that. I want you to push beyond. And when we pushed beyond, he told us to do revival experiments where we can experiment moving with God with what he wants to do. And this, so that's what we're doing now. But during the time of our healing rooms, we had a man come in with arm crutches, the crutches that go around uh, their forearms so they can get through. And he was bent over, just barely able to walk, even with his wife helping him in the door. And as we began to pray for him, we realized that there was this messy emotional brokenness within him that was preventing his physical healing. Normally, emotional healing is done by appointment, completely separate from our healing rooms, because it takes time. You know, a lot of times physical healing is very quick. Within, you know, minutes, five minutes, maybe ten minutes, people are healed. 
but emotional healing takes a little bit more time. So we, we don't do that in our healing rooms. But as I leaned in to the Holy Spirit and saw from God's point of view, God showed me the time was now to deal with this emotional mess. And I knew I just needed to ask him a few questions. And these questions led him to receive forgiveness. And once he received forgiveness, he was able to be healed in both his heart and his body. And that mess that was preventing him from receiving all that Jesus had for him was clear. And we know that Jesus living in us is able to do all things. And this man walked out with his crutches over his head, with his body straight, moving freely, smiling. And his wife said she hadn't seen him smile in so long she couldn't remember. And shouting, I am healed, I'm healed. Look at me, I'm healed. Oh, the goodness of God. It's just amazing. We have so many of these. In fact, we have a huge testimony wall in uh, our classroom at our church. And we just have testimonies of people that have been healed and delivered and saved. Come by and see us sometimes. The last one I'm going to share with you is about being translated in time. My friend and I were traveling to Black Belt, North Carolina, and this was a long, long time ago. It was a snowy January, and of course, being a Florida girl, my driving skills for that type of weather was not perfect. <laughs> I was always super nervous. So it was a slow, careful drive. And when we arrived at the hotel, I called my husband, and I told him we had arrived. And he responded, that's impossible. You have not driven long enough to be there. But we were. We were. And this was a major mess in our brain. God had done something. God, he moved us to our destination in, a, in the way he wanted to without us knowing what was happening. We had no idea. And we were unable to even wrap our minds around it. In fact, it really took over a year before we could talk about it. And for me personally, it was messy because I just didn't understand. I knew it was in the Bible, but... I thought it was for those people, not for this person. And like I said, it's been a long time, maybe 15 plus, maybe, yeah, 15 plus years. But God continues to do this for me. And it's always a surprise. It's not on command. I can't say, okay, God, I'm going here. Could you just translate me? Although I have said that. But I'll be, some, I'll be driving along and suddenly I've learned to identify there's a shift. And, and next thing I know, I'm somewhere I shouldn't be in the amount of time it took me to get there. And I get messed up every time because it is out of my norm. We are the ones who equate the unexpected, the unexplained as messy. But I want to reiterate what I said earlier. We only have glimpses of what God is doing. And what he wants to do through us and for us. And when we get that glimpse, sometimes it seems messy. But to God, it is his beautiful plan, which is perfectly orchestrated. God is not messy. God is perfect. His plan, like I said, is beautiful. And his purposes are good. And they are good for you. So I'd love to hear from you about your messes please leave me a comment on my Facebook page at Dr. Cindy Stewart. 
Or you can send me an email, cindy at cindy-stewart.com. I want you to remember that you are amazing and you're the best investment you can make. So when you invest in yourself, everyone benefits. And we are having a revival experiment May 16th, 2019 at 7 p.m. at The Gathering in Tarpon Springs, Florida. You can go to our website, wearethegathering.com, find out all about it, or go to my personal website, cindy-stewart.com. If you're around, anywhere near, come and experience this experiment that we're doing with God. If not, we do live stream on our Facebook page at We Are The Gathering. So join us in this revival experiment that God is doing in us. Thanks so much for listening. Love you guys. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor before you go. I promise it will only take a very short time. Please head to iTunes and rate this podcast. This is huge for us in terms of improving our ranking and keeping the show visible so other people can discover it. So thank you ahead of time for helping us out. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to our website, cindy-stewart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyperself, on iTunes.